Hi, hello, and good evening. It is September 25th. We are now celebrating the season finale of Big Brother 24. There is a lot to get into, but not so much to get into. But um, <laughs> we're going to do it all right now. So thanks for tuning in. Let's go. Kyle Petty. And for the last time this season, I am joined by my bestie besties, Gina Bagino uh -huh. and John Dunphy. And this is Strat Chat. You can find us on the socials at Strat Chat Pod. That's the end of it. Or on our <laughs> website at Strat <laughs> Or at StratChatPod.com. Because I wanted to say .com the last time. I was like, uh -huh, uh -huh. Not saying, not saying, not saying. Um, and we are now recapping Big Brother 24, the season finale. And I cannot believe that this is the finished weekend. Um, I'm so fulfilled. I am so happy. I am overjoyed. It was the happiest ending to this story. This, oh yeah. Listen, listen. I thought the podcast should be canceled based on how this <laughs> season started, mm -hmm. and now to end this way with our girl receiving eight hundred thousand dollars, like <laughs> and a cruise, yo, and a cruise. And a cruise on the real love boat. We ain't talking <laughs> fake on tonight. The real love boat. Okay. Who do you think she's ringing? I hope it's not Monty. Um, I just. Oh, I can um, almost guarantee it will not be Monty. <laughs> so what do we think of this finale? What do we think? Um, all right. All right. Let's start from the very, very beginning. The very first HOH comp. Turner takes to win on this hot dog extravaganza. I would have thrown <laughs> up all over this competition. Not a, I was nauseous watching them play it. I thought it was lame. <laughs> like, where was the splats? Where were the where were the other things? Yeah, I guess I was expecting visible? more of those like throwing things at them and yes, exactly. Them we're, and, yeah. we're on a hot dog. Where's the hot, where's the ketchup? Where's the mustard? Yeah, like where's everything? Fair. Like I don't know. Lame, lame. What did you think? I honestly, I didn't think about it until uh, we just started talking about it. Now that they didn't get anything thrown at them, yeah, they could have been throwing ketchup and mustard and sauerkraut and all that stuff. Yeah, like in, in hindsight, I'm annoyed one. about it, but I didn't realize yeah. at the time. Right. No, I didn't think about it much until now, but I agree with you, Kyle. Uh, very lame. They could have spiced lame. this. Uh, they could have spiced this part one up. Yeah. Lame. lame. <laughs> <laughs> or hold on, this like mad comments here, and I didn't notice. So, hello, Wonton. Welcome. Hi, Welcome friends. to finale chat. Thank you, Rebecca. 
Rebecca Drew, she says, finally able to join live. Woo-hoo! Thank goodness you're here. Thanks for coming. So happy to be a part of this experience. <laughs> um, Kite Man Dan, we've been missing you, bitch. Welcome. Yeah. Yes, you love the scene so much. Yeah, we did too. Oh, we did too. Kite Man Dan, what else we got? Oh, John said that. Hey, Wonton. <laughs> Wonton knows that they were spoken to. Hi, yeah, <laughs> man, Dan. Haven't been here much because I usually been watching the episodes not live, but I just saw y'all were live. Welcome to the party. How do you feel about <laughs> things? Let us know in the chat. Um, Rebecca, poetic justice. If I've ever seen it, well, yes, mm-hmm. it says to you. No typos. There's no rules on finale night. We're fine. There are no (laughs) rules on finale night. I'm all sorts of inebriated on tonight for the finale. Oh my God. What is this? Maggie. Maggie is no longer the only winner to not participate in final three. Mm. I don't know what this means. Who's it's a, a, a previous season where uh, the winner was not in either, was not in part three of the final HOH, didn't win either of the first two. Maggie. Who's Maggie? Ma- Maggie from Big uh, Big Brother 6, it looks like. Maggie was the winner of Big Brother 6. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh my God. And your boy just got spoiled. I was not going to go back and watch BB6. I'm not. I'm not. It's too old. Too old, but thank you for that. Thank I mean, I feel like it was already spoiled. It says Maggie is no longer the only winner to not participate in the final three. So, like any season that had that Maggie was like on it. that was right, the thing that, right. that That's everybody a red was flag. There's a lot more spoilers to come. Kite Man Dan, don't do it, don't do it, don't tell me nothing. But I don't it's, know who it's so else funny because, like, if you're not the only. Who else? If, if you've been like one? looking on BB Twitter, like that was the thing that people were clinging to this weekend of like, well, Maggie also won without winning, winning parts one and two. So maybe like it's fine that like Taylor didn't win part one or didn't win part two. Like maybe it's fine. I don't know what happened with Maggie. Like everybody was very much. Oh, yikes. I saw none of this because I was very busy with my real life job <laughs> um, working 40 plus hours. So I had no idea anything about Maggie. I was oh BB5 and I didn't even really get that far because like what's his face who I later found that one was part of that dominating alliance that didn't really do much for me so like i didn't watch so i apologize um kite man dan has a lot to say tonight you haven't been here all season but all of a sudden very <laughs> talkative very talkative um once it started whipping back and forth it very clearly became made for upper body strength mm-hmm. yeah okay but taylor still won so no he's talking about part one with the hot dog thing. Oh, the hot dog, the hot dog. That was like five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, so the hot dog thing, kind of a kind of a miss for me. No relish, no, no mustard, no ketchup, nothing. Just like a plain old hot dog, just strewn about. Nothing slapping strewn them. Strewn about. Right. Like usually in, in these competitions, these these endurance comps, you get something slapping them every single time. Yeah, I I, I genuinely something... didn't clock that it was missing until you said it. Yeah. 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 Kind of lame. Though it was Kinda it was lame. fairly close, right? I think Taylor was at what, like 36 minutes in. Monty only lasted another I, I wasn't paying attention like, to the times, honestly. I, I could be off, it but I feel like it. Taylor. I feel like Taylor lasted like thirty six minutes, and Monty only made it another like ten, as far as mm. I 
remember. So. Yo, fucking Matt. I fucking, my fucking boo. Um, <laughs> we broke several traffic laws to get here at a decent time. <laughs> well, we effing did it, y'all, because he went to go watch the Big Brother finale. Right, right, right. Tonight. Yeah. So, well, um, while I do not condone traffic violations, we are happy to have you here. <laughs> right, right. We don't want any state or Department of Justice to come after us. We've had our legal <laughs> troubles already. But thanks for joining us. Thanks for being here. Glad you're here safely. And um, <laughs> right. Um, we got the outcome we wanted. We got the outcome mm-hmm. we wanted. Hell yeah. We did it. We did it, Matt. We did it. Kite man, Dan, I assume you're not going to watch BB7. You're not going to watch BB6. Don't cut us out. Y'all don't, you, you don't know anything about my off-season behaviors. <laughs> off-season behaviors. Yeah, like, who knows? Who knows? I'm, da- I'm down for it all. I'm done the clown. Um, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> I think CBS just won the house. has to say the word wieners on TV as much as possible. Honestly, Probably. <laughs> Honestly, probably. But like you would have gotten so much more if you gave us some condiments. <laughs> like, give us something. What the hell? It was a very dry hot dog. One I would not <laughs> attend the barbecue for. Like, honestly. I don't eat around among the bugs if there's no condiments. Not even some like pumped out nacho cheese. Like nothing. Nothing. You get a dry hot dog. <laughs> oh, BB7 was all stars. I thought it was BB8. Not that it matters. I don't know. I, I've missed a lot of those in between seasons. I right. don't know. Thank you, Rebecca. You are not wrong, Kyle. A little ketchup wouldn't have hurt. Right, right. They needed to be moistened up a bit. All right, right. Oh. The roof of my mouth. <laughs> not the mouth noises. <laughs> We are now fault. an ASMR podcast. Whatever. I, I did not. I didn't make up these competitions. They did. Um, <laughs> so, whenever H2H won Turner. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts? What do you think? I wasn't panicked yet. <laughs> I was yeah. like, that's fine. I'll accept that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, we got a cat chatting with us today. Okay, okay. (laughs) Everyone's involved. Everyone's involved. Ah, Jason's here. Jason's here. Hey, Jason. Gina looking exceptional tonight. Thank you. It is finale (laughs) night after all. As I sit here in my hoodie. (laughs) Who cares? Cozy and fun. Cozy and fun. Um, All right, so after that, we had Taylor and Monty facing off. And what did they play? It was that like guessing the order of the competitions thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And Taylor Hale takes the L. Which yeah. like that one was really annoying to me because well, at least the way that it was edited, Taylor didn't make any mistakes and Monty did. But because Monty was able to zip on the zip line faster what was it like 20 seconds he won by or something? And it's like, oh, like, like 23 seconds. Taylor knew all the answers faster, but because Monty was able to zip on the part that like didn't have anything to do with like the knowledge of the competition, he was able to win yeah. it. Like that was super frustrating to me. I, I also, um, I saw some, some controversy 
on BB Twitter about this. That apparently, like, Taylor was kept awake and, like, was called to the DR oh, yes. room very, very late at night and was, like, kept up all night while Monty was able to sleep and get his rest. Um, and Taylor apparently was even making comments, like, being like, do I really have to be up right now? Like, can can I please go to bed? Uh, because I have, like, the most important competition that I will compete in all season tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um but she was apparently kept up very, very late at night. Uh, Monty got to actually like, go to sleep and rest after his DR sessions, which was much earlier on. And then Taylor only lost by 23 seconds, which that's the type of margin that I would expect. Like maybe if Taylor got some more rest, she wouldn't have lost by 23 seconds. Because like you said, yeah. Gina, it looked like she actually performed better in the competition than Monty did as far as mm-hmm. the editing went. But I don't know. What do you guys think about that? No, I, I did hear a lot of discourse about that as well. Yeah. I agree with that. You just never know. You just never know. Because the way they edit these things, you just you really don't know how anything actually went. Like mm-hmm. they could have just showed it, you. It was just like to make it look like a certain person took a little longer than the other. Like it's all just, just really like the, know. the conspiracy of it all is very confusing to me too, though, because like you would think that production would want to rig it in a way that Taylor would win and not that Taylor would lose. You know what I mean? Because they know like the way that she's received by the fan base. So it it would be interesting if like they were keeping her awake to her detriment, but I mean, who knows with production? Right. Right. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I I don't want to think about any of it. Um, sorry, I was so, laughing at a comment. What comment? Which one Helen now? was pushed. <laughs> I would love to go back to that scene if we could at some point. Um, that was a which really one was fun that again? Season. Helen, ah, uh, it was the 14 or 15. I think it was 15. Mm. I think so too. Oh, I hope I'm right. Or else everyone's gonna cancel me on the soul <laughs> I'm Kyle Petty does know a couple of things. I've seen some things that like if I'm wrong, please don't yeah. cancel me. Don't cancel <laughs> me. Helen, I watched everything on a blur. Because I was Helen was GB15. Oh thank okay. Amaze. <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Because you really never know. Because like again, yeah, when you I watch was... them that closely together, yeah. Right, you introduced me to twenty, and I was like, "Goodbye," and I just went, bong, 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 bong. Yep. and she was like, "Wait, what are you watching? You're already up to BB nine. I'm like, "Yes, of course, <laughs> of course to? I am. What do you like, mean? I'm like, what do you mean? Aren't you? Like, like <laughs> just, it was like the stupidest thing. Um, yeah, so it's very. I don't know. I don't know the numbers. I'm not as good. So thank God I, thank God I got that one right. Um, <laughs> I would be down for that, but like, there's so many other things to discuss first. Mm-hmm. There's a lot going on, but <laughs> anyway, anyway, so H O H one, Turner wins. H O H two, Monty wins. Which now leaves us with the H O H three, Monty versus Turner. Yet again, I do not think I took a single breath during this entire. Co- I couldn't even play along. Because I was just like sweating, dripping sweat, having no idea what was going to happen in this moment. Yeah, stay, and they were they were neck and neck the whole time. Yup. <laughs> question for question, they stayed locked 
until the very end. It was, oh, it was so stressful. Again, like, I felt like I was watching the freaking Super Bowl. I was like, this is too much for me. I cannot handle this. <laughs> so you say that it was too much for you, but for what reason? Um, how did you think things would end if Turner won this HOH? If Turner so won if HOH 3, what does Gina think? If Turner had won, I think it was pretty much a lock that he was going to take Monty. So Taylor would have just had no shot. With Monty winning, I wasn't sure which way it would go, but at least there was a sliver of hope that he might take Taylor. With Turner, he was for sure taking Monty, 100%. Right. Before we get to John and his thoughts, why do you believe that it was an absolutely sure thing that Turner would have taken Monty? It's the way that he was speaking to Monty and the way that he was... He was just talking to him like, you're my number one. Like, this is on lock. Like, we, I win. I take you. You win. You take me. This is our final two. This is what we do. And he was so loyal the entire time to Monty. And to be fair, Monty was also being fiercely loyal to him. But we also saw conversations on the feeds of Monty, like, crying to Taylor about how it's going to hurt him so much when he has to evict Turner because he knows that it's going to like break up this final two, but Turner never wavered for a second. He was like, no, this is my final two. We're going to the end together. Point blank period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in keeping with this, do you think that, what do you think was the best move in this situation? For who? What do you think was the best move for Turner in this situation? Because like the, well, I really so, want to know both. I, I don't really want to ask one question. Like, there's so many ways for this to go. So, genuinely, I don't think Taylor, Taylor, I don't think Turner was going to win sitting next to either one of them. Yeah. I think whoever Turner was sitting next to wins. And the only toss up for me was if it was Monty and Taylor. I had Wait, no idea okay. the entire time so, which way it was going to go. All right. So, you think that Turner sitting next to Monty was a surefire win? For Monty. For Monty, right. And why do you think that? Jury management. We even saw it in the segment. They asked the jury, like, so why do you think that Turner deserves to win? And they all immediately started laughing. Because, like, between his jury management and the fact that, like, as Michael was bringing up, every quote-unquote move that he made in the game was actually a move that he kind of fell into and that somebody else guided him towards or made for him. So it seemed as though the jury didn't really respect Turner's gameplay as a winning strategy. I think that's super fair, but can I ch challenge you a step further? Sure. That is our view as viewers. Do you think that was Turner's read as somebody in the house, or do you think that maybe he would have gone a different way based on a different opinion? Um, in terms of taking Monty or in terms of whether he would win? <laughs> well, I guess both. I was I was really only speaking in terms of taking Monty, mm -hmm. but I guess in terms of the win, I guess it's really one and the same, right? So if he would take Monty, what do you think that Turner's reasons for taking Monty would have been? Honestly, outside I, of loyalty, outside right? Of that, loyalty. And that's the thing. I'm not really sure. Right. Yeah, and I, I think right. that's the only thing that I think that's the only thing that actually mattered to Turner. I think that that's why he was going to take Monty, and there was no other choice for him. I, mm -hmm. I don't think there was any world in which Turner was going to take Taylor if no. he won part three. 
And I guess that's what I would like to have a conversation around. Why don't you think that Turner would have felt comfortable taking Taylor to final two? I'm not saying he wouldn't have felt comfortable. I just, based on everything he was say, well, saying, all of his you, did. his... you did, because you said that he would take Monte, and that's what he would do. So yeah, right. but it's it's mostly not, just oh, like his loyalty saying, right. to his final two. It's, it's right. I'm not saying he... Right. Right. It's about loyalty. It's, it's not right, about right, right, right. uncomfortability I, or right, right, right. 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 It's not okay. that not that he would be uncomfortable taking Taylor. I just don't think that that was ever even a consideration for him. I think it was just always going to be if Turner had the power to choose who he was going to be with in final two, it was always just going to be Monty. Um, okay. Not that that. Yeah, that's all. No. Good for you, Stephen Turner Convictions. You you did not want me to like waylay you or throw you into another path. Good, good. You stood up to the challenging questions and you, you took it. You took it. Um, right, hold on now. Hold on. There's a lot of things going on in this chat. Um, I felt like I was released of some of the responsibility of highlighting some of these things because I did the overlay, mm -hmm. which is new, right? It's fun. I like this it. It's okay yeah. so far, right? Um, <laughs> ever since we had that KKK person threaten my life, I was a little nervous oh, about the chat overlay. But like, this is fine. Everyone seems safe. I'm having thanks, a good time. <laughs> thanks for being a friend. <laughs> um, so hold on, hold on. Let's go back. Helen was pushed. That was the last thing I saw. <laughs> right? Yeah. Taylor deserved it. Right, right, right. Regina couldn't breathe. Yeah, it was a rough one. I, I sat up. I sat. It was up. oh, it was so stressful. And you know, I love to play along with those competitions. I, I couldn't. I could barely stomach the fact that it was happening, let alone play mm -hmm. along. Really wild. Um, Kite Mandan, Taylor's getting third. I feel like I was more surprised in Turner that Turner was getting evicted. It really could have gone either way. I had no idea yeah. what he was going to do. <laughs> I didn't know what it was going to be either. It truly was a nail biter. Because um, he, he was promising both of them safety. I think I had seen more of him like talking to Taylor about it and getting like emotional about it. But I, I, don't, I don't know. There was still like a piece of me that was like, no, he's like doing this to like make Taylor feel comfortable. And then it's going to be one last zing like on our way out the door. You right, know? right. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I think uh, if it was Turner and Monty in the final two, I think we would have had a very close vote. But either one of them against Taylor, I think it would have ended up like this. This vote was what eight to one in Taylor's yeah. favor against Monty. I think it Which would have been. I was not expecting. I yeah. thought it was going to be a lot closer. Well, I thought it was going to be closer too. But after seeing this vote, I think that either way, with Taylor sitting in final two. It would have well, been... in hindsight, sure, yeah. Right, right. Now, now looking back at it, at it, I think it, whether it was Turner or Monty sitting against Taylor in final two, I think it was going to be this like eight to one or even like nine to zero. I, I almost think that if it was Turner and Taylor, because Turner is the only person that voted for Monty, right? Right, right. But but I think if Monty had been out and it was ta uh, Turner versus Taylor, it might have been a nine nothing vote. Uh, but I I could have seen if it was Turner and Monty in those final two chairs, I could have seen it being a five to four vote. Mm -hmm. honestly no i i was genuinely really nervous before the vote happened and before any questioning happened because like tallying up the votes in my head i was like i feel like this is going to be like whoever wins is going to win by a vote like i i just i assumed that it was going to be so much closer and so much like i don't know i really wasn't expecting her to win by such a landslide but i'm thrilled that she did <laughs> yeah 
I'm thrilled that she did it, but can we also just like shine a little bit of light on Gina's ah anything ah, moments? Vote. <laughs> like, it just it just really is very fun. Um, Thank you. That's all. That's all. Um, so Matt had a question here. Are the questions normally this weird and convoluted? Like, how is anyone supposed to remember mundane details? Like, what color lane Michael was in during a comp, dot, dot, dot. That one was a little wild. Like, for most of them, it seemed like pretty standard questions. But to say that, like, yeah, I was in the orange lane during this competition, I was like, okay, no one is studying that. Like, why would you ever think that that would be a question down the line? That was, like, a wild one. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I was impressed by that. Because I feel like the Big Brother super fans are always very, very prepared for some of this line of questioning. And like this was, I felt in line with the culture of the questioning that we usually present, but it was a little bit more drilled down. And I was like, you just need to be that level of aware. I I thought it was awesome. I love this question. I, I can say right from the get, like I... Those competitions, I know those are like the crucial end game competitions. And everyone always mm. says like, you have to study, you have to know the days, you have to know. I would be yes. a disaster in those competitions. Oh. I don't know how they memorize every little itty bitty detail. Oh no, listen, I wouldn't, I would not have even stayed alive long enough to see this competition. I would have gone <laughs> a long time ago, but I appreciate its inclusion in this. <laughs> oh, know? sure. Yeah. Yeah. No way Monter was taking Turner. He was in too deep with Taylor. He got too close at the end. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that. But I also feel like we did see them have these, you know, little arguments or fights, the whole headphones thing. And, you know, that was like an easy out for Monty to be like, no, well, you right, know, we the- were getting close. Right. Right, right. There are, there had, are pieces to Monty few... that's like a wild card. You just don't know if he's gonna be able to like, right, let go of his personal like stupid little like pride things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. I feel like Thursday night we were watching Monty come into uh, Taylor's HOH room while she was in the bath, being like, you know, kind of like being super condescending and like talking down to her. So I don't think there was any guarantee going into tonight that he would have taken Taylor to final two. <sighs> Um, I was, I wasn't sure what he was going to do. I was not convinced. <laughs> yeah, based on what we've been watching over the past week, uh, yeah, sure, Taylor and him have been very close, but we saw him throw a whole whole tantrum about that stupid headphone thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and 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 like we've been saying too, he was always super close to Turner, and 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 was telling him, promising him that they were good too to final two. So, I don't think there was any indication that like it was guaranteed he was going to take uh, Taylor. Yeah. No. Other than the fact that we knew that they had gotten close on, you know, the fees and such. Yeah. Otherwise, there wasn't much. This is an interesting question. Um, So Rebecca says, I don't know if Turner thought of this, but I wonder if Turner was nervous that the girls would have voted for Taylor along with Michael. We had a hand in evicting. Now, if Turner had selected Taylor as his final two person. Oh, I see. Yeah. Do you think that the outcome would have been the same? 
it's a hard question. It's a hard question. Because I, I feel like Turner yeah. played a decent game. He he maneuvered himself. He won three HOHs. Like Michael's the type of person as a super fan that I could see him voting for whoever he thought played the best game over just like a friend or, or something or somebody that he worked with throughout the game. But I also feel like the, the outcome could have been the same tonight because I think that Taylor just spoke so well and had such a good final two speech that I think that that speech could have swayed anybody. Even if Michael would have gone into tonight, if it was Turner and Taylor as the final two, um, I, I think that Taylor's speech took it. I think it put it over the top for the, at the end. The even, funny even thing about Turner, that. Yeah. The funny thing about that, and maybe this is just like a me thing, because I kept getting so nervous about like what the jury was going to do if it's Taylor and Monty or Taylor, like would the jury vote for Taylor? And it hadn't occurred to me until she started answering all of the questions. Taylor yeah. is a pageant queen. Her training is in answering these on the fly questions in the most yeah. poised and elegant and eloquent way that she possibly could. <laughs> and like yeah. she nailed this questioning and that shouldn't have been a surprise because of her training but it was like oh my god this is so much on a higher level than i ever anticipated was going to happen in this finale questioning like not like her speech on her own which was freaking insane but just the way that she was qu answering all of the jury questioning i was like this is nobody is beating this yeah yeah right. no one's beating right. this <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm just reading He's so many comments. The comments. <laughs> yeah, because we're so behind. We're so behind. So much has happened. Um, I'm really glad we opened up this chat overlay thing. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I like it too. I was just always nervous to do it because, you know, <laughs> I had the death threat. <laughs> so I wasn't really, I wasn't too inclined mm -hmm, on mm -hmm. um, including everyone's unbridled opinions. <laughs> But we're all friends here. Everyone's very nice. Yes, right. Everybody's not. Everybody's nice now. Everybody's nice now. Um, this is a lot here. I don't know. John, help us. Um, <laughs> there was a part of me that was very nervous that Monty was not going to select Taylor, especially oh. after Sunday's headphones thing. Everything that happened after that, I was like, I'm, not, I'm really not sure, and I have not wanted to feed much this week, especially because, I don't know, I just kept expecting them to get turned off, and they never did. So I kind of yeah. regret it. Oh, the feeds, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the feeds. Yeah, I expected them to Yeah, be they were up off. a lot more than I expected them to be. I feel like usually right. at this stage of the game, we don't see anything anymore. Yeah, I, w I wasn't paying as much attention. I was like, all right, I'm going to get into something, and they're going to shut them off, so I don't really want to get involved. But mm. then, like, they stayed on, like... How long were they up? At least they were definitely up past Thursday. Yeah. 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 I knew I like, um, well before I should have. Yeah. I like um, Matt's comment here. And what was that? Which is, it's like Marianne in Survivor 42. Most everyone came locked and loaded to vote for, for Mike, but her final tribal performance was fantastic, which I think is important also to highlight because – we now have back-to-back -back seasons on CBS, Survivor 42 and Big Brother 24, where we have a black woman winner. Mm -hmm. Has Oh, my God. I mean, 
That's fucking awesome. <laughs> ah, I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy. Um, and again, I think it's so true. It's somebody, Marianne is probably somebody that people counted out for so long on that oh, season yeah. of Survivor. Um, and she came in with her with her finale performance and her speeches and the, giving the reasons why she thought she should win. And she took it home, which is exactly what Taylor did tonight. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, Taylor so, Taylor's so last happy. speech. I'm so happy. Like I can't stop thinking about it. It was the craziest final speech I've ever heard. It was perfect. Perfect. Well, yeah. well what were some of the highlights for you? Just the way that she like I feel like anybody else, like and you know, we've talked about this the whole season. I feel like anybody else would have been so torn down by the way that she was treated by everybody, but like all it really did was light a fire under her of like, no, no. I am going to show you, like, resiliency is the perfect word. I'm going to show you why I'm not going to lay down and die in this game, why I belong to be, like, why I should be here, why I belong here, and why I deserve this, because look at how much I face, and I'm still standing here. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. truly, it, it's unheard of. When have we seen somebody be that much of a target for that long of the game, and make it this far into the game to even be considered for Final Two, let alone winning? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially without being able to like win herself to the end. Cause she really didn't. She won a couple of competitions, but she was absolutely not winning herself to this position by any stretch of the imagination. I feel like anytime that we see a huge target in the final two chairs, it's because they won themselves there. Taylor got herself yeah. through it based on navigating the social structure of the house despite the fact that people were coming for her every step of the way yes and i think that a lot of light should be shown on that you know because we we put so much um priority on someone's resume right what Mm -hmm. have you accomplished what are the big moves you've done what are the big comps that you won that allowed you to make those big moves that you count as resume boosters she didn't have any of those if if it weren't for her bullying in the beginning of this season let's be honest taylor hale did not play a wonderful bb game okay her her first HOH was a disaster. Um, she kept wanting to put up her closest ally in the house. Like she was a disaster. Like Taylor was not a very good big brother player, but we rallied behind her because she was treated so poorly from the very, very beginning. And like so we wanted to root for her. Like this is But this even is still, why- like I, I would argue like, yeah, competition-wise, in terms of like navigating through the physical parts of this game, yeah not a great player but her way of navigating her way of navigating through the social structure of this game was very impressive the fact that she was on the block so much and still managed to get herself down and continue to build herself into a better social situation there's something huge to be said about that it doesn't necessarily matter that she wasn't winning competitions or that her strategy of who she was evicting maybe wasn't the best like her way of navigating through the social aspects of this game was crazy yeah. Yes, I do agree with that. I just, I just want to make sure that it's also known that, like, the decisions that she made while she was in power were not good. Sure, I don't think that anybody's arguing she had a perfect HOH. Oh, of no, course. but I also think that that bolsters her argument for winning. In the moments where she was in the best position 
to make for her weakest such, moments in the game. Yes, for her most strategic, where she could have made her most strategic moves, she failed. <laughs> you know, and like, but she still came out on top. Like, mm-hmm. there's right. something to be said for that. She made a lot of missteps in the moments where she should have shown, and she did not. Yeah, and yes. Right. Yes, and that that's where I'm going with this. Um, mm-hmm. I just yeah, I feel like for Taylor too, like I feel like her, you know, the way her game started, like she was sort of forced into that. Like she was not, she was just chosen as this target, this public enemy number one through no fault of her own. So like yep. she then had to, she was forced to adapt her her game in a certain way because she had no other choice. Like she was, she came in being the person that we all know and love, but for some reason was just bullied and ostracized and isolated mm-hmm. right from the beginning. Um, and I also like, listen, I, I will fully admit that her first HOH was not a good look for her, but I, oh. I still do not, I still do not put all of the blame on her for that. Right. Because every other HOH, how many times do we see an HOH that is a complete mess, but everyone just continues to go along with them because they're the HOH where Taylor had a target that she wanted. Her whole alliance disagreed with her and forced her into considering somebody else as her target. And not only that, like, like the yeah. alliance couldn't keep straight who they wanted the target to be. So yeah, right. Taylor's targets were all over the place because her alliance was all over the place. And I was getting so annoyed. I'm glad you brought this up. I was getting yeah. so annoyed when we had the jury roundtable segment where they kept like, oh, but look at how messy her HOH was. That was because of you guys. You made her right. HOH messy. Right. She was trying to do what you wanted, and you didn't know what you wanted. Every other HOH gets to pick their target, and then whether the Alliance likes it or not, they say, well, that's what the HOH wants, so I'm going to go along with it. Taylor was brought into the leftovers, was continued to be used as the pawn and put on the block by her own alliance. And then when she yeah. finally got power, she chose her target and the whole alliance said, no, that's not who we want. Sorry. We want you to go after this person instead. But somehow she is considered like super sloppy and all over the place. Meanwhile, she chose her target. The alliance said no. Then the alliance changed who they wanted to target. And and somehow it's all put on Taylor as being like, oh, it's a super messy week, yeah. a super messy HOH. Your alliance has chosen two different targets than what you wanted, even though every other HOH just gets to pick their target and they get the alliance will go along with it because they're the HOH. But for some reason, not when Taylor has power. The HOH continues to be changed. She gets continues to be questioned. I think I I think while I do think that some of her moves during that first HOH were sloppy, I don't think that it can be pinned all on her because right. her HOH was a huge majority in the house and none of them were going along with the target that she wanted. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, there, <laughs> there's another way to look at some of this. I don't, I don't wholly disagree with everything you're saying. So before y'all start unfollowing, I'm kind of talking <laughs> on the Twitter and on Instagram. Um, the other side to this is that, okay, when there's a lot of discourse in the house and you don't know what side did you want to land on, when you win HOH, you get to present a new side to the story. Can we agree with that? Sure. All right. So you're still you're still kind of with me. I want to do these little check. <laughs> um, so if we get to now start to rewrite the story, 
Couldn't we at least rewrite it in a manner in which our number one person is not part of the conversation? Like, you, this could go a number of different ways, right? When she won her first HOH, there's a number of different directions that these noms could have gone. What you regularly suggested is that your number one person go up as a pawn because you think that makes the most sense. And I just don't oh, understand. I, I'm not going to sit here and say that she was not messy at all. Like there definitely right. were moments where it's like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> as, as long as we yeah, just like, I, I just want to make sure we're noting her missteps. No, we're not saying okay. the whole I, problem was on the Alliance. I, we're just saying I, like, I literally, a yeah, I, it was. <laughs> I literally said, I, I literally said, I said her HOH was sloppy, but let's not pretend this is all on her. Like she chose the target. It's not all, it is some on her. It's just not all on her. Yeah, that that I think that's how I started it off. I was like Taylor's HOH. Her first HOH was certainly sloppy, but like let's not sit here and say it was all on her because most of the time, even the sloppiest of HOHs, they choose their targets and then their yeah. alliance will just go along with it because they're the HOH. But for some reason, in Taylor's first HOH week, it was like, oh no, no, sorry, we completely disagree with your target. So no, you have to pick somebody else. Yeah. And then her no, own she, alliance. She, she definitely had some bad judgment calls, but her alliance didn't help her. <laughs> right, right. She picked a target. Her alliance said no. And then halfway through the week, the alliance decided to change the target on her. And it was all being like, oh, Taylor keeps changing her target. She's so sloppy. It's like, no, Taylor picked one target. The alliance picked another, and then the alliance chose another target after that. <laughs> the usage of pawns was all on her, but the target was not. <laughs> yeah. Can we also just discuss this? I, I, I am really growing very, very tired of this idea that the HOH is choosing who should go home. That's not the game. Like, you can put up whoever you want to put up, but, like, the rest of the house absolutely gets to decide the rest of the course of the game. Like, who cares who Taylor and that's what I, could go I get, home? Like, I get very yeah, frustrated wanna... when there's this, like, we have to vote with the house mentality. Like for that reason, it's like, no, like y'all right. have the power to shake it up. Like, I don't know why we have, like, cause everyone is so afraid of pissing off the HOH who is outgoing right. and will not be in power next week. Exactly. And it's, 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 outgoing, yeah, that power next week, we can do whatever we want. That strategy to. does get very frustrating. Down. Yes. Like it doesn't matter who Taylor won at that point. Oh, these are my wishes. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I guess it should be noted that like, if in a situation like that, you get people to think that what your wishes are do matter. Like that counts for something. Mm. But I just don't think it. I, I just don't think it should. I agree. I agree. It's just it, it. It is also hard though when you're part of the majority alliance that has power week after week. Yeah. And it's like okay, yeah, like we can go against the HOH now, but is the HOH in our alliance? Are we going to fracture our alliance by going against what this HOH wants? Because what if? In this alliance, the seven-person alliance that we have, yeah, the HOH this week can't win next next week. But what if their number one ally within the alliance wins? Mm -hmm. Now you have a an, now you yeah no it, it does get a little half. dicey yeah right right mm -hmm. yeah and I, and I and I get that you don't always just want to see everybody do exactly what the hoh wants but sometimes that's the best best game plan you know sure. it's, sometimes that's just the right. best thing to do right. 
and I do, and I, I think it's unfair to like pin on Taylor that like, oh, well, people shouldn't have gone along with she with what she wanted because it was a sloppy HOH week. Because we've seen time and time again, people do what the HOH wants, even if it is a sloppy HOH, because they are the HOH. So I feel like Taylor in that first week was like very unfairly criticized to me. Like, uh, do we think that Taylor's HOH week was worse or more sloppy than than Frenchie's? You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right, right, right. Frenchy, <laughs> Frenchy. <laughs> you know, like, so, like, yeah, sure. Was Taylor's HOH week perfect? No, it wasn't. It was very sloppy, but it was sloppy for an, a lot of reasons. Right. And a lot of reasons that were out of her control. Absolutely. I'm sorry. It's starting to rain. Yeah, I hear bit. it's yeah, it's been like I traveling know. from me to John to you. <laughs> I know, I'm so I know because I've lived further east. Uh-huh. For those of you who don't know the geography, oh, you know, god, Jim lives in Queens, right? Mm-hmm. The furthest most west point of Long Island, right? John is in Nassau County, and I'm in Suffolk, right? East the boonies, yep. as far as they're the concerned. Boonies. The boonies. I don't think it's the boonies, but like that's what people think we are. So, you know, the rain is traveling east, and that's the way it goes. So I'm I'm trying, <laughs> I'm trying to mute as I go along. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, but I'm also just catching up on these comments. Poor Joseph is trending. I really don't know why. That makes me so upset. Like Fuck everyone, Joseph. yeah, everyone was so pissy with, and like, granted, it was kind of like a dick move, but like, everybody was so pissy with Amira after she like, Why? because like Julie was questioning through the pre-jury, and she was like, "Oh, like Amira, what shocked you the most?" And she went, "Um, actually, the showmance between Taylor and Monty. I think that was really surprising." And it was like, "Shut up, shut up!" Like, I, you know what you're doing. Shut up. Also, can we just take I a think, moment? I think I was of... on my phone when she spoke. I don't well, care. Yeah, because no one cared yeah. about the pre-jury. But like, right. why did it sound like there was a plane inside of CBS studios while Amira was speaking? Like anybody, literally, like she started talking and it was like, like behind your head. I was Tommy like, literally said on? the same exact thing. Yes. <laughs> what is happening right yeah, now? <laughs> that was weird. That was totally weird. There's a lot of tech yeah. weirdness happening tonight. Right, oh, and, I, tweet, and yeah. I would expect better from them. Like, this is still a would finale. You like, this would has you been though? on for years and years. Like, get it together. There's like, always something. I definitely, yeah, I definitely tweeted tonight, get it together, CBS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, There's always mess. something. <laughs> it's a mess. Some of these comments, I don't really know what we were talking about when they were said. I just, like, hear that we use some of Turner's vernacular um Uh, okay can i just take a moment i never want to hear miss julie chen moonbez say bussin or discussin ever again for the rest of my life that was the worst thing that happened in this finale i was like listen julie girl we're not doing this today is your problem with these things just the fact that julie is saying it or the fact that people are saying it at all because i can almost guarantee that as we go into our mon juan manic mondays that kyle and john will absolutely be using this vernacular so like what's going like (laughs) how does gina actually like feel about this moment like what's going on (laughs) it's happening it's happening it's mon juan monday it's like I, I do think the majority of it, though, was just like hearing it out of Julie's mouth. 
just felt so Julie, bad. <laughs> it did not Julie. feel nice. <laughs> if if we're talking about Julie, should we judge? Should we judge Julie? We must judge Julie. Is it time? I agree that we should judge Julie. I just don't like that you brought it up and, and I wasn't prepared. But I think <laughs> I am ready. Bonk, 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 bonk. Bonk, 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 All right. So tonight, <laughs> Julie appeared before us for the third time in red. And this is what she wore. Um, <laughs> listen. Well, but I think I believe that the reason why y'all like Kyle Penny is because she keeps it real, right? <laughs> the realest of, of real. Of course. Of course. This is a big, hot fucking knot. <laughs> Sorry. It's a, Sorry. Wow. It's it's a knot, huh? It, it is a knot. It a is a knot. Full on knot. This is a Here, full on knot. And I, here's my issue. I. Tell me wow. about it. I wouldn't have thought it was terrible had we not gotten such a hot on Thursday. Why would you wear such a great outfit on a random eviction and not for finale night? Julie, what? Oh, yeah. who is styling Julie? Who is she doing it? Wrong. Right. She did this wrong. Thursday night should have been the finale outfit. Yes. 100%. This is exactly I what think. I was thinking, Gina. Yeah. yeah. This is exactly what I was thinking when I saw what she was wearing tonight. It said... Thursday night should have been her finale outfit. This should have been the Thursday night outfit. And listen, as the three of us figured out earlier, Julie was trying to suck up to us because if you look at this outfit in comparison to our title card for Julie Judgment, she did that for us. She's wearing the outfit that we have drawn her in. But <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make it a hot. <laughs> Can I tell you something else? If we really want to dial down at how bad this finale night outfit is. Sure. Not only have we commented on this before, when I made the graphic for Julie Judgment and I typed in Julie Chen Moonves, the clip art that showed up was her in red. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All right. So for you to show up finale night in this shows me you have no respect for the process. <laughs> Julie Chen Moonves, you are an outfit repeater. <laughs> yes. Like, why are you putting in less effort than I do for my podcast? Like, when I'm about to be live, I will go back and look back a few episodes like, what did I wear recently? And I will not repeat and I will not repeat an outfit. And she like, has appeared to us in a red dress okay. thrice this season. Right. <laughs> You thought it was okay to appear before me on finale night after I saw you a few weeks ago and gave you a hot for this, okay? And I even commented on your curves. And then before that, you showed before me with this. <laughs> and I also commented your curves. So I, I understand why one might feel confident enough to now come at finale night in this, but you got to also understand this is a little bit too familiar. An this is a little bit too repeated. No, this is too much. <laughs> this is too much. I can't have it. Julie, <laughs> you dropped the ball. Arissa would never. Sonia wouldn't even look in the direction where this would be remotely possible. Like, it just is not a thing. Like, I'm sorry. Oh, man. I think I think it's flat. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. I think on other nights I would have given her outfit tonight a tepid. 
but it's finale night. It's so it has to be a knot. It, it, yeah, right. this is a knot. Right. On finale night, this is a knot. Unacceptable. It's completely I see Jason, unacceptable. Yeah. I see Jason over here saying, you know, I thought Julie looked good today, LOL. And I'm not saying she looked bad. No. But it's finale night. It's, it's not finale a finale night, night fit. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go I'm going to go a step further. There is no part of her that looked bad tonight. No. no she looks fantastic. Not. She looks very pretty. It is inappropriate for a finale. <laughs> Especially when you show me you had this hanging on a hanger. Right. This should have been yeah. tonight. And the rest yeah. should have been, been last yeah, week. Right. Yeah. There is no reason why this should not have been the finale night outfit. This We were all done a disservice by this not mm -hmm. being the finale. That's Can I saying. ask you a very important fashion question? Of course. If she wore this last week, what would you have said? I would have said tepid. Really? Mm-hmm. Gina, what would you have because said? It's, because it's a repeat. I think I, I, I think I would have given it a warm. Not quite a hot, but I wouldn't call it a tepid. I think it's a warm. All right. I actually would have given it a hot. Gotta be honest with you. I, okay, I really okay. Like, I, I, I really like what she wore. I, I like think it. she looks great. I do think she I looks think great. Fantastic, right? I think yeah, she, she, she gets she gets docked some points because she's an outfit repeater. <laughs> right, right. I still would. Yeah, you're docked, but I I still wouldn't have put her as low as a tepid. That's the thing. Well, that's what I'm saying. A warm, a warm. Yeah, yeah. I would. I still would have given it a tepid because this is like the third dress that looks so, very similar. J Jason is commenting, "What's tepid? Tepid is like a room temp. It's not. Yeah. It's not quite anything. It's just. It's just there. You know." It's not bad, yeah. but it's not good. It's just, it's it's there, you know. If this was Wait. the third, if this was the first, if this was the first red dress we saw her wear, I would have given it a hot. But sure. at the third dress, at the third dress, even not on finale night, to me, because it's a repeat, a, a three time repeat now, it's still a tepid. If this was last Thursday for me, but on finale night, it's definitely a not. This is so fun that we can bring so much thought to this. So Matt, it deserves it. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does. Matt says I will never pretend to be a fashion expert, but she can do better than this pre-made base game Sims dress, which is wow. Such a shred. Such a shred. That's funny. Love it. Shred. Love it. I want to get into this one, Kite Man Dan. You know what? I'm going to do something dubious. Uh oh. I'm going to give it a hot. <laughs> Specifically for annoying Kyle's sense of fashion. It's a hot. Called out by right. name. I feel personally attacked <laughs> and I also feel like it's warranted um, to feel personally attacked. Um, whatever. You can feel how you feel. Uh, like, I still feel how I feel. Like, what's going on with this random ass bow? Question mark, question mark on the side. Like, I don't know. Like, this this dress is just not it. Um, especially since I know now you're coming from the POV of wanting to irritate me. Um, <laughs> leads me to believe, like, your opinion is null and void. Um, yeah, Rebecca. Tip it, Matt. Yeah, it is. It is. Mm -hmm. Room temperature. Yeah. That is what tap it is. Yep. Mm -hmm, yep, yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, Jason, here we go. 
Red is a strong color for women. Perfect color for finale night. You know what I think would have been the perfect perfect color for tonight? Something royal. Purple. Like that first night dress. <laughs> Nothing yeah. has beaten that the entire season. Look at oh, it. Yeah. Look at come on. There Look at her. Power. Look the at power her. In that the power, the strength. Oh my god. <laughs> the resiliency. <laughs> she looks so this, good. Yeah. This and this, the purple dress here, and the black dress that we had on this past Thursday night were the two best outfits. Also, of course, and they should have been the cornerstones of the season, first yep. and last. Ah, 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 ah. Stop! Wait, I'm sorry. I'm laughing because of Kite Man Dan. Your opinion is no more. Has the same energy as you are entitled to your opinion, but you are also entitled to the knowledge that you're. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah thank you for knowing me so well thank you for seeing me thank you um you're damn right jason she looks good in that purple dress because that purple dress was everything we haven't seen anything as good since mm -mm. yep yep yeah sorry sorry about it so that's that I mean, is there anything else to discuss? Taylor, I, I do just want to one more time make make sure it is known that Taylor is the only contestant in the history of the show to win both the season and America's Favorite Player and is now the highest earner of any winner of the show because she has won yes! the elevated prize of 750K plus the extra right. 50 right. from America's Favorite Player. So she has won yes. 800 thousand dollars and a cruise and a cruise and a cruise and she finally she finally knows now that regardless of how she was treated the entire season that america has loved her the whole time and that is all yeah. i care about honestly right yeah i agree with that um before we get into questions from our friends um because there are some questions coming in i do want to just make sure like listen it has not come up no one has disrespected her since but i i, I will not i would just be a little bit miss <laughs> to not acknowledge the fact that tamar braxton was truly our first american african-american female winner a big brother granted it was a different season. It was a truncated, rushed, hash slash hurried season. But we're not we're not gonna disrespect her win. That's all. Oh, of course, no. of course. That's all. Total respect um, to Tamar. But but I yes, feel I and do no feel respect like was given this season. No one disrespected her at all. Everyone mm -hmm. said that she, Taylor would be the very first regular season. Right. Right. This is this Beatles, feels like Right. I, I love Tamar and I love that season of Celebrity Big Brother, but but I do feel like we do have to acknowledge that it was, like you said, a truncated season. I feel like it's celebrities that don't take the game as as, as seriously. This, you know, mm -hmm. in a in, mm -hmm. in, in like an official regular season of Big Brother, we have the first black woman ever to win the game. Started out as, as you know, the subject of intense bullying and, and isolation and ostrac uh, ostracization throughout the season and overcame all of it to win 
to win the grand prize, the $750,000 prize, the $50,000 America's favorite house guest prize. You know, I, I feel like I love Tamar. I love her win. All respect to Tamar. But this is this is amazing. This was amazing what Taylor did. Um, and I, I think it was um, Aman Adwin from Rob Has a Podcast also that uh, had tweeted like this ending to this season is the perfect Cinderella story. Like she yeah. literally was just like treated like the bottom of the barrel and then like moved all the way up to win it all. Literally everything she could have won was won by her. And when you see like the journey that she went through from day one to now is Cinderella story is the perfect way to describe it. Yeah. I agree. I, agree. <laughs> I was like, uh -oh. no, 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 I'm sorry. My pause is because I'm reading a few things in the comments and I'm trying to decide how I want to unroll these things. I would like to start with this first comment for Kite Man Dan. Um, we're saying Monty will be regretting that decision for the rest of his life. Right. But if he selected Turner, do we really think that the decision would have been different? Let's have a discussion around that. I absolutely um, think he wins against Turner. I right. Think so too. I don't know that it would have mattered, um, regardless who he chose. No, no, no. I'm saying Monty uh, wins against Turner, I think. Yeah, I think I think Monty would have won against oh, Turner. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Based on what now? I think he would have had... Um, I think he would have had... Jasmine's vote. I think he would have had Joseph's vote. I think he would have had Michael and Brittany's vote. I think he would have had Kyle's he, vote. He he being Turner. You think that no, Monty. Jasmine Monty 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 Monty. I'm saying Monty would have won, and I'm saying he would have gotten Jasmine, Joseph, Indy. I think he would have gotten Michael and Brittany's vote. I think he would have gotten Kyle's vote against Turner. Again, like we, we talked about it a little earlier, but in that like jury roundtable, you saw that the jury did not have as much respect for Turner's game as either of the other two options. I think Jasmine is the only one that he might have gotten. Like, I, it's just feels she like was not know. voting Turner. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. Exactly. I. I think that. Yeah. I think that Jasmine would have voted Monty. You think the rest of them? I think would they would have also voted, voted Monty over Turner. Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. I think he would have had Taylor's vote. Especially because he wasn't owning any of the moves that he did make, and like the other moves were like he he admitted on he his own that, like there were other people's moves. Also, wasn't either, especially with the the biggest move that they were all. No, we're we're saying Michael. that Turner was right. not owning his moves. Right, Monty was the one owning those moves, not Turner. And they they, they respected Monty's gameplay, and they did not respect Turner's as much. I think I I don't know. In that in that jury, I don't know who would have voted for Turner. To be honest, mm. I, I think it would have been a pretty clean sweep for Monty. Indy also. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I think I think Indy would vote for for Monty. Hmm. I don't know. I I would have thought in a situation like that that maybe. People would have put a little bit more of a premium on comp wins, and I feel like at the end of the day, yeah. Turner but I think Monty has um, right. I think by the end, with Monty you, winning you the think? final HOH, oh, I think yeah, with Monty, yeah, yeah. By, by the time Monty oh, won the final the HOH, end? 
I, I think that final HOH win would have given Monty the edge. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so too. Okay. All right. Because I feel like at that stage, socially, I feel like they played a similar game. So I felt like it was. Yeah, but again, the difference is Turner. Again, the difference is Turner didn't own it, in which Monty did. Right. You know what I mean? And the comment here from Jason, I think Britt, Kyle, Alyssa go for Turner, everyone else Monty. I don't think that Kyle would have voted for Turner. I think Kyle would have voted for Monty, especially with how things played out, with how he left the house, and Kyle trying to express how he wanted to learn and grow from things. And I think that Monty sat down and had a conversation with him to like sort of help, you know, and try to try to show him, you know, the the error of his ways. Uh, And I think that Kyle, by the time he left the house, would have been voting for Monty. Uh, and isn't that an interesting Turner, part of the definitely. conversation too? I feel like that's interesting in its own way because that means that he would not be voting necessarily for who he truly thinks did better. We're now voting based on how I want to be perceived publicly. Which I mean, it, it would be not the saying first it's time right that I saw wrong. Go that way, you know. No, right. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I don't. I don't necessarily want to get into a conversation around that. But I do think it's interesting that when you're talking about jury management and how these votes will go, that's an interesting part of the conversation. Never mind how America sees things. Um, just how the jury sees it in general. Um, I think that's fun. Hmm. Just interesting to think about. Yeah. Because I I do put a little bit more of a premium on the game that people play socially. Mm -hmm. You know, because like, it's very, very easy to kind of run the game when you're in charge. Of course, things are going to go your way because you're running things. You're in power. I, I do think a little bit more of a premium should be paid on the people who play a very, very strong social game because that's, you have no say. Yeah, it is harder. It is harder. And unfortunately, when we get to this stage in the game, when you're looking at Taylor's game, I mean, you look at it, if you were to take two blank pieces of paper and write down like, you know, accomplishments versus like, and that's the thing non-accomplishments you don't put those social things under the accomplishments tab yeah the know? resume is always comp wins and evictions yes it's always about comps and, it's, yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. it's it's really really not that and i think that's because it's a little bit more it's a little bit more objective but um yeah just it's a conversation to have yeah yeah there's a lot of comments here um <laughs> Have you been keeping up, John? Anything else we should discuss? Um, so here's here's a, a question from, or not a question, a comment from Kite Man Dan. Taylor has different reasons to be voted for, while Monty has the same reasons as Turner, but Monty is better. What, what do you guys think about that? I feel like Taylor has, you know, by the end of the season, she hadn't won as much as either Monty or Turner, but she had won a couple of HOHs, which I think is significant. If you win two HOHs in a Big Brother season, I feel like that's pretty significant. Um, and then you add in right. the fact it's, it's of, not like she didn't have any resume moves. Her resume right. moves just weren't as impressive as the rest of what she did. Right, right. I, I think, um, you know, two HOH weeks, you have there's 16 people in there. Two of the weeks of the season, you were the one with complete safety. 
and nominating people. You know what I mean? I feel like that's pretty significant. And then on mm -hmm. top of that, the fact that she was the target from the very beginning uh, with basically no allies in the house and then worked her way all the way through the season, getting mm -hmm. into an alliance, the alliance fractures. Now the house gets split into Direfest and Brochella. Uh, you survive that. Uh, then, you know, you make it past the two double evictions, um, and you make your you find your way your, yourself into final three facing all the adversity that you did while winning two HOHs. I feel like Taylor does have like multiple reasons. She won a couple of comps, she played a great social game, um, she was bullied and overcame all of it. Whereas Monty and Turner, you know, didn't they neither of them was really in any real danger. I feel like Monty was definitely like, um, you know, his name was in some people's mouths, I think a couple of times in the season, but like for the most part, Monty and Turner, I felt like were pretty safe. Whereas yeah. we saw Taylor in danger, potentially being, you know, somebody that was going to be sent out of the game six different times and she survived. Uh, so yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. No disagreement. Um, <laughs> I agree with this. Oh, yeah. 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 Matt said, I think the biggest shock of the night was Terrence voting for Taylor. I was certain she did not have his vote. Yeah. Yeah. I never And even, even she, as she was running out, like after they announced her winning, when she was like running out to get like the confetti or whatever, you heard her turn to Monty and be like, Terrence voted for me? Like even she was like, what the hell just happened? Right. Yeah. Right. I never would have guessed that. Never. Oh, lots of stuff to discuss here. Kite Man Dan, we really are in a new era of BB where crazy shit happens. First a cookout, now Taylor somehow makes it to the end, and Michael wins six vetoes. Yeah, very, very interesting, very interesting. Um, but I thought Terrence was removed from the jury at one point, though. They never address it on the episodes. We I did, hear did a read a lot that. of rumors on what was happening in the jury yeah. house. Yeah, I had heard that Terrence had had a huge fight with Michael, which led to Terrence being removed from the jury house, but not being removed from jury as a whole. Um, I heard stuff about Indy as well, like Indy either threatening to leave or some kind of a blow up with Indy and somebody. I I had heard both of those things. I also heard another rumor. Terrence, yeah, I had also heard another rumor that Terrence and Joseph got into it because there was some kind of rumor out there that Terrence made a comment about Taylor and possibly Taylor and Monty and their like showmance. And because of something that Terrence said, Joseph like went after Terrence because of something like that, potentially. That was it it's, it sounds like the jury house was a mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like we didn't really get a jury segment tonight, other than like a couple of questions. The round table, there. the round table, yeah, yeah, right. But we didn't really get an actual house segment. Do we normally at this stage, though? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't remember. <laughs> I think we typically do only get the round table on finale night. Yeah, but there wasn't a ton of jury content in previous episodes where I feel like normally we get like a little bit more. Than what we got. Yeah, I, I I still feel like something was missing. I'm like, granted, this was really the first season that I was a true feeder. Mm. So it's a little bit harder to say like what's normal and what's not. Um, 
Oh, yeah. Wow. All of a sudden, the, the comments all of a sudden started popping. What's happening here? Oh, God. What about this one here from Matt? I was also yeah, pleased to file was top yeah. three for, uh, for AFA. Yeah, what? Uh, and not Joseph? How the hell? Well, those are your Midwestern states. Yeah, here, the, here's the thing. Like, I would love to say that's shocking. It's really not that shocking. No. Like, we saw Cody Nixon win America's Favorite Player one season. Like, that's what I'm saying. You know exactly who those votes came from. <laughs> right. Right. This is, you know, this is the country we live in. These are the same people who voted for Trump. Sorry, just is what it is. Watch the viewers yeah. drop off. Well, that's not true. If you've been with us this long. Yeah, these are our people. <laughs> exactly. Right, you're on the correct side. Um, what else do we have here? Kite Man Dan. Do you think Terrence had access to the internet while outside the jury house and that affected his vote? I just don't think it's confirmed that he was ever actually outside the jury house. I know. It, it's so hard to tell, like, what is speculation and what actually, like, had a source to it. Yeah. Even if he didn't have access per se, I am not going to be so naive to believe that production isn't telling yeah. him what's going on. Yeah. So while he may not have sat down with his own phone and thumbed through things by himself, there is a part of me that wonders if he was at least aware of some of the things that were going on. Mm Jason Scott was cool. I'm playing better game than Joseph. Yeah. You know, Kyle replies, my brother, really sympathizing for him. Something like that. This is a lot. This, this is a lot. It's hard oh, to I, keep I do not have the power that you guys have to pull up comments, but uh, this comment from Matt. We would give you like... the power if you would just not be full screen, but you insist on being full <laughs> right, screen. Right, I'm sorry, so I'm sorry. There's no value. But so. this this comment from Matt is true that I also forget that Kyle has like a massive TikTok following. So it does also make it like a little less surprising that he did get like so much of the vote because he does have like hundreds of thousands of TikTok followers that I'm sure will vote for whatever he does, you know? Yeah. Right. Right. He Jason here. Something else. Yeah. And Jason had made a comment here that, nah, man, the politics got to stay out of it. Kite Man Dan, though, responded, honestly, I think Big Brother is one of the most politics-affected reality games, and I completely mm -hmm. agree with that. I mean, this is, we're taking 16 strangers from all different walks of life with all different sorts of uh, viewpoints and opinions it's going to bleed into the game. It's going to bleed into the game, right. especially with the, right. you know, the, the the political climate that we've had in this country for for years now. Um, and the focus in the country, you know, socially uh, on, you know, inequality and, and, and injustices that people face. That's, of course, going to be highlighted in a game where you're now taking 16 strangers and sticking them in a house. And I and I 
I kind of like that we get to see these things we, play out. You know, we do say it all the time that like the Big Brother house is just a microcosm of the world that we live in, the country that we live in. Like, of course, yeah. when that is such a big part of our day to day, of course, it's going to be a part of the game. That's what the game is. Right. It's 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 at its core a social experiment. Of course, those things are going to come into the game. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, there. You know, a few months ago, I had kind of said, I really, really hope that the beginning of this season is really just something like part of the past, something that like. When we get to finale night, oh, it's just a distant memory. We can still enjoy the season for what it was. And I do feel like we did get to that point. You know, there were a lot of rough moments along the road. But as a whole, this is a fun season. And like what what's wild too is like yeah of course a lot of those rougher moments were really hard to watch but the fact that we had them made the ending so much more satisfying to know so that like so she sweet. did deal with the shittiest hand that she was dealt and yeah. still came out on top of it all like it it just makes yeah. it so much sweeter to yes. see that this is what we ended up with this this already has become one of my favorite seasons of Big Brother ever. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe the best season I've ever seen. Just based off of the fact of how I felt when it ended. I remember week one, a couple of days into the season, feeling like this whole, like we got, we got BB23 last year. We had to see the cookout, this historic thing, like historic moment. And it was like one of you know what one of the best seasons i had ever seen and now we go to bb24 where with with two to three days into it i'm thinking i don't even want to watch this season like we really have to talk about this I, all summer yeah genuinely i remember like the yeah. first two weeks being like oh, we have to podcast about this all right. season just feeling yeah. so down yeah. and like just feeling so distraught and now here we are september 25th sitting here and taylor hale the girl that was the 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 subject of all this ridicule and and like the reason that we didn't want to watch anymore was because we had to watch this girl be bullied, you know, and, and not even get a chance to play this game. Now we're sitting here, two and a half months later, and she just won. Mm -hmm. Like like you know what I mean? Like like the reason we were feeling so down is because of how she was being treated, and we thought that it was a sure thing that she was going home and she was going to be out. That wasn't the case at all. She uh -huh. won the freaking right. game. She won $750,000 for coming in first place. America voted and chose her as their favorite on the whole season. Like, right. to go from where we were in week one to where we are right now at this moment, that's why I feel like, to me, this is my like, the best season ever. Like, Absolutely. Taylor Hale just freaking won this game. She just won against all odds. Um, it's incredible. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. Well, I love that you said that because Jason has a question here. What would you rate this season out of 10? And he says, he says he goes 8 out of 10. What do you say? 10 out of 10, baby. Honestly, yeah. Wow. Because everything that was gone through previously made it worth it. Yeah, right. 
And genuinely, I don't know if Taylor would have had as strong an argument to win the game had she not gone through it. You know? Right. And for that, I I have to say a nine. That's fair. Nine's fair. You know, because she didn't listen. We're so excited because she was so wronged in the beginning. It's not because she played the game so well. Okay, like yes, she had oh god. It's not a fully formed opinion. <laughs> because there's so much that could be said about how she played because socially, you know, she got herself there, right? That counts for something. She and but she also won the HOH to get her to, to finale night. Right. That wasn't even her first HOH. I think she played an, an incredible game. Right. I, I don't think that one messy HOH takes away from her. Like, yeah, of course, she had a messy HOH. No one's doubting that. But, like, the rest of her game was so impressive. And, and like we were saying before, the social elements of the game are the more impressive pieces than the competition wins to get you there anyway. Yes, it is. It is. But, like, she also was presented with many opportunities to win competitions in which she didn't, you know. So like that. But that what do you mean by what do you mean presented by presented with opportunities to presented win opportunities that by she, didn't? she was selected as a player in them and lost. So were, so were a lot of other people that lost. Yeah, I I don't necessarily right, think those, that not winning competitions all, takes anything right, away. Those people also didn't get to the end. Right, so well, she did which get is why, which, which is she why was she did in a lot of these competitions. Right, but okay, but if we're going to if we're going to sit down and as a podcast, right, we're going to sit down and we're going to count people's comp wins as reasons why they are eligible for a candidacy to win the game. Then we also have to count how many times this person was eligible for a win in a season and didn't win. So Well, yeah, but I feel like if that's the metric, then everybody's going to look bad, you know? Right. I mean, look at Alyssa. Right. They will. <laughs> oh, my God, I know, Alyssa. But, <laughs> yeah, but Alyssa didn't sit I mean, final two. So right. we're not really well, talking well, about exa Alyssa. But no, exactly, though. Taylor. That's the point. That's the point. How many people in there won two HOHs? Right, but we're not talking about Taylor versus Alyssa. We're but the about... point is also that Taylor I'm not either. I'm didn't not either. necessarily Taylor didn't necessarily win a ton of competitions either, but still got herself to final two. Stop, stop. Because you guys are acting like I am saying she didn't serve to win. No, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm not I am saying just that saying that I agree <laughs> she deserves that. an eight. I just don't think she gets a nine or a ten. That's, That's all. fair. I accept I, that. I accept that. But, but 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 we're not giving Taylor a nine or ten. We're giving the season a rating. We're not giving Taylor a rating on her game. We're giving the, that. That was the question the here. Is what do you give? What? Yeah. What rating do you give this season? Oh, and I still can't give it a 10. And that's fair. And that, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I give it a nine. 
Okay, I accept that. I know. That's acceptable. I just I just always <laughs> think that whenever I whenever I state an opinion, I always feel like I have to convince people that like my opinion is fact. No, you're allowed to have and, your opinion. That's fine. It's okay that we disagree. Right. I know. I have to accept that for myself as well. Um, and that's why in the group chat the other night, I stopped talking. Um, because I was not agreeing with the jailer Taylor thing. <laughs> and that's why I just stopped talking. I was like, I I can no longer engage in this conversation because I have nothing else to say. Um <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess since we're there, where do we land? That that, that poll question did not uh, go in John's favor. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm still, I, I'm honestly still just happy to have gotten ten percent of the vote. To be honest. <laughs> the fact that I got double digits, um, you know, okay, that's enough I, for me. That, that's, that's a win. I give you that. I give you that. Yeah, mind you. Matt was saying stretch that throw down. Oh, he was ready for us to go at each other's throats. <laughs> he was. We got he some, was. We got actually we got some funny comments here too. Because Pac-Man Dan said, Kyle, it's not like Reggie Bird winning. Taylor actually played the game, damn it. <laughs> what do you think about that as a BBAU tie-in? What do I think about that? Wait, don't take the comment away yet. I don't know where it was. I can't remove it. So, like, be in, <laughs> be in charge, please. I don't want it to go anywhere yet. This is so nuanced, and there's so many layers. You know, it's not like... Yeah, th this is another winning. language oh to me. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> it's, oh, my God. There's so much to say on this, y'all, because I do not want to shade the Lady Bird, okay? Because, like... Oh my God, she did great things. Okay. This is another woman who played another amazingly fantastic social game. Um, oh my God. I actually, oh my God, the more I sit with it, the more I like it. What do you think, John? <laughs> like when you think about Reggie Bird, like, okay, now now hold on, now hold on, now hold on. You're she making won me she, she, won, she nothing. won nothing. But like, except, yo, except for our hearts, except for our hearts. Oh, she ever? Why does she ever? My heart is gone. My heart always belongs <laughs> to her. Um, because I, you know, ah, oh, God. Taylor actually played the game. Isn't this interesting? <laughs> because in a way you're jabbing Taylor but I want to now defend them both despite what or, I just said or you're jabbing Reggie I feel like this comment yeah is that a, was a not a jab at Taylor yeah this, this no. comment is a compliment to Taylor no this comment is a compliment to Taylor Right. But because I was also slightly jamming Taylor, it also comes off as a jab to Reggie. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. That's what I mean. I think it comes off as a jab to Reggie. Right. She won. She uh, won right. and did nothing. That, that's that's how I interpret it. It yeah. does, but it also it. Uh, this is interesting. Um, 
Because you're saying also, Taylor actually played, but like when you're also, saying Kite Man said, I just I just realized the podcast was renamed to a BBAU phrase. LOL. Yeah, yes. because we got that ill season desist, man. Yeah, yeah, we, we were served the season desist. We got in a lot of trouble. I also think you would. I think you'll appreciate this, Kyle. Reggie did not win my heart, says Kite Man Dan. Taras promising his brother twenty dollars if he won, won my heart. <laughs> we love Taras here. We love Taras on this podcast. Okay, I gotta tell you, we don't just love Taras on this podcast. Taras <laughs> is like. I love Taras. I love Taras so much. Can I just share something with you? Um, I was going to share this off stage, but off like stage. I'm saying off stage, but like I have a voice message from Taras right now, just sent only like 27 minutes ago. Like, what a true treat! No, Taras is my fucking boy. Like, get out of here. Like, Ter- I love Taras. Oh, I love Taras. No, Taras is Taras is my boy. Like, I ride hard with Taras. Um, so. That's all on that. I don't know. Like, I, no, Reggie played an amazing game socially, and I and I guess the Australian game is played so differently. It's almost a little unfair to compare the two. You know, um, I have to say that there's no part of me that's upset that Taylor won tonight, right? Uh-huh. I'm not upset about that. But I, I, I will say that Reggie's winning of BBAU, even though she had really no comp wins, I do feel like navigating that game in a strategic social way is a little different than navigating through ours. And I'm not hundred percent sure that it's really fair to compare the two. Say that again. You think it's harder what Reggie did to maneuver through that game? Yes, I do. I don't, I just, dis- um, I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. think Reggie had the risk. Res- yeah. Taylor was like completely vilified in the beginning of the game. Whereas Reggie, right from the start of BBAU, was like revered and like thought of as this this champion. I mean, think about Johnson, who once Dave left was the one that was like holding Reggie's hand when she was walking down the hallway. And so I feel like Reggie mm-hmm. was given a lot more respect right from the beginning of the game. Nobody wanted to touch Reggie, you know. Like whereas everyone wanted to evict Taylor immediately. Hmm. Hmm. But also. There was no situation in which Reggie was in any kind of power. So people respected her just based off of who she was and how well, she played. Like, exactly. Well, that's what so I mean. I, I, think, I think Reggie had a much easier time. Like She didn't have to worry about getting power. Nobody touched her throughout the entire game. Right, but, but is that... Is that easy because you don't have any comp wins? Or is it easy because you have enough social prowess to allow you the stature in which no one now challenges you? Like, I don't, and I this don't... is where the social game like becomes like one of those like very, very like objective things because like how, how can you monitor what someone's level of uh, like input into the game is? Like- I- See, I love Reggie, but like 
she didn't have to win any comps. She didn't have to play a social game because that was just something nobody wanted to touch her from the beginning, regardless of whether you know what any moves that she made. She didn't have to warm up to the newbies uh, the way that Drew had to, the way that you know Tully even had to with with Gabby and, and um, with Alicia and people like that. Reggie was just able to kind of do her own thing. And she she was vocal about wanting to get out the intruders early on, wanting to target the newbies, and wanting the you know the the vets to stay strong. Um, but it, it never mattered. Like she didn't actually have to make any moves socially or comp wise or anything. She just was brought along to the end because nobody wanted to touch Reggie. And I don't think that's anything based on anything that she did. I think it's just Reggie is royalty. She had a very I, easy. See, and that's to the why end, I think. that's why I don't necessarily agree. And I I, I actually think that's almost slightly disrespectful to Reggie's game because everything you said there could also be applied to Trevor, could also be applied to Tim, and could it be applied to Estelle? Okay, oh, man. but... Estelle was a target every from the Estelle moment. Estelle was a target in. from Estelle. the beginning, right? And it was and it was her competition prowess that allowed her to get to where she was. But we're not really talking about Estelle. I'm only bringing Estelle into the conversation because now, now, now we're talking about because what you're referring to now <laughs> is the fact that people are leaning on the fact that they were OGs and they didn't have to be these. They didn't have to win things because they had this social thing already going for them because of the way that Australians played the game before. But the way the game was played now, yeah, you can have your social whatever, but you needed to have these comp wins in order to get to the end, which is what Tim needed to get there, which is what Estelle needed to get there. Reggie never needed any of those things. So didn't she play a similar game to Taylor? No, I, I actually think that Reggie was playing against herself most of the season because she wanted the OGs to stay loyal to each other. But as we got to the end, we knew that there was no way that a new player, a newbie, was going to beat Reggie in the end. But Reggie always wanted to stay loyal to the OGs. She was upset that they were they were fighting amongst each other. So, so you had Tim targeting Estelle. You had Drew targeting the OGs. And the whole time, Reggie wanting the OGs to stay together. She never got what she wanted, but she was brought along to the end because no one wanted to target her. And then even though she was sitting next to two newbies in the end in Johnson and Terrasse, which is something that she did not want and worked against the whole season, she still ended up being the winner <laughs> because everyone wanted her to win. What, regardless of what she did or what she worked for. Um, right. And I guess the only thing that I say to that is like, are we 110% convinced that that isn't what she wanted? Oh, of course. She was well, the one. She well, was the well one no, hold on now. Hold on spell. now. We have a lot of <laughs> conversations, even during BB24, around this is what I'm seeing on the feeds, and this is what I'm getting in the DRs. I need to watch the DRs to get some context around some of the things that I'm seeing. We are watching Big Brother Australia in, in a venue where we do not get to see all those things that are said in feeds. So I don't really know what was your plan and what really wasn't. So like it's a little bit harder as a viewer, I think, to decipher exactly what your motivation was um, between each one of your social moves because I don't get to oh, see sure. everything else. Sure. Um, so but then am I really convinced that that wasn't part of her gameplay that led her there 
I, I don't Is think it, really it was. I, I mean, we, we can only go off of what we have. We don't have fees for VBAU. So we have to go off of her, you know, Reggie's diary rooms. And we have to go off of what we saw in the edits. And everything mm-hmm. that we saw was when, when Estelle and Tim would start yelling at each other, all we would see is Reggie stepping in and being, hey, like the newbies are going to see this and know that we're fractured. So we need to, you know, you need you need to stop. We saw Reggie multiple times throughout the season telling Tim and Estelle to knock it off because of the infighting among the OGs. Um, you know, she was always loyal to Estelle, always loyal to Dave, always loyal right. to the OGs. Do we see always. some of these things because it was Estelle and Dave they were able to win the competitions that allowed her social strategy now to be carried out because these are the people that she was working with. I don't know. I, I, I remember I remember how distraught Reggie was once Dave left. Um, I, I don't think that she was ever considering working with anybody other than the OGs. So it, it's just, it's funny to me that she ended up in the final three with the two newbies and, and, and won in a landslide in the vote. So um, but we have talked a lot more about BBAU than I expected tonight. <laughs> I have not been a part of the conversation. Yeah, Gina, like Gina's just sitting here. <laughs> I know. I'm so Gina's sorry. Just it's here. just that like, <laughs> listen, you know that I was not a big fan of Reggie's gameplay through a lot of the season, but like when, when I now compare it to what Taylor did, it's like, if we're going to sign. Reggie and, I don't think Reggie and Taylor can possibly be comparable though. Taylor was HOH for two weeks. How, I don't see how you can, I don't see how you can compare Reggie and Taylor. Ta- Reggie what do you even mean? What do you even mean? I think that because of Reggie's history in the game, and like, and the name that she came in there with, she didn't have to have those comp wins. I feel like they almost. If you start here, as the big brother bottom. Taylor's comp wins put her here, and Reggie's previous win put her around the same point. And I feel I, like socially but, they were kind of working from the same place um, with the same level of influence. I don't know. I, I just I think they're completely different games. I don't think you compare Reggie and Taylor. I mean, the first time that Reggie played was probably also the completely different version of BBAU where they didn't even play competitions at that point. No, right. They are Reggie's. They're completely different games. They're also, but they're all, but they're very, very similar levels of influence to I the gameplay. I, I disagree with that too. I disagree with that too. Ah, because on the, se- ah. because on, no, well, because on Reggie's second season, the first season that Reggie is now playing, Mm-hmm. Where you have competitions, Reggie's coming in as a, already a winner of the game with all this respect and ha- has has won the game. People on the show love her: Johnson, Taras, Alicia, Gabby, whoever. You know, like she has a huge leg up on Taylor coming into the game. Reggie came into this previous season as a, a BBAU as a former winner. Didn't win any competitions. Was brought to the end by the newbies and the OGs alike. Whereas Taylor came into this game never have have having appeared on a show like this was bullied from the very beginning, and was treated as like this outcast and was excluded from things and 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 along the way won two HOH competitions and then gets herself to finale night and wins the game uh, when people thought even in week one that there was no shot that she would ever make it this far. I just feel like they're completely different games that you really can't compare. But I I, I would I would have given. 
Reggie and her season, her most recent season of BBAU, I would have given her a huge leg up on Taylor in this season of BB24 uh, coming into the game. You I think what Taylor did was way more up? I definitely think that Reggie has a leg up. I'm, I'm not saying that she does not. But I say, yeah, moment, I say a huge leg no, up. Everybody no, would not Reggie. say. I would not say a huge leg up. Yes, it, I think everyone does love Reggie. You're absolutely right about that. 110, 115%, 125% correct that everyone loves Reggie. Yes, they do. But she also was never in a position of power at any point. She but, lost but I think, every competition. She was right. a part of, but so like you I can't that discount like what she did socially. But no, but see that's the thing. The fact that she never had any powers shows how easy I think that she had it through most of the season. Taylor was on the block six times. One two hohs was 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 the subject of horrible horrible bullying and still made it to the very end to, to win the game. Like Reggie was able to just be in there and exist <laughs> and just won. Dan, you stop it right now. We are not introducing Dan. I mean, Dan. We're not introducing Tim into this conversation now, okay? This too I'll much never be able to speak again. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think I already started talking I, I, about, about Tim. I, no, I know. I think we already have, too. It is so good. We're, we're not talking about anything that's to do with she tonight. <laughs> I'm just going Clueless. Yeah. Yeah. If Honestly, I wasn't so drunk and high, I would get in the car and drive to Carl Place and punch you in the throat. Because there's wow. literally nothing you're saying that I agree. Ooh. No. Wow. Oh, no, man. I, I, love, I love you so much. I, well, I'll punch you in the throat and i buy you some french fries afterwards. Um, wow. I wouldn't even be able to eat them. Man. I just. With my, with my caved in Adam's apple. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. You might have to let go. I um, caved in. <laughs> well, listen, we're we're not talking about anything that has to do with the finale of BB24. Uh, and yeah, we're not. Can I also? Yeah. I would like to also point out, like, listen, I don't know these restream numbers. I don't know what they're really counting. We didn't lose any viewers as we went. Amazing. Thanks, thanks for hanging with us. Tangent. Yeah, yeah, literally. Thank you for hanging with us because, like, there's a lot of better options out there. <laughs> So thanks for hanging out. Thank you. Thank you. It's yeah. so crazy. Um, yeah, man. We love Big Brother Australia. Um, shit, man. Wait, what's this now? Jason's saying goodnight. He's, he's done with us. He's saying goodnight done. yet, except that, like, you are correct. It's time for bed. Um, yeah. We are I still, I still have to watch House of the Dragon, you know? Remember a couple hours ago when we said there was nothing to talk about on this podcast episode? <laughs> and now we're an hour and 42 minutes in. Um, <laughs> that just shows how much of a good time we have. I am really, really grateful for everybody who are hanging out tonight. I'm so grateful for everybody who hang out all season. Like, we had a great time. Um, oh, yeah. This is a really, really fun season. Um mm -hmm. I don't know. I had a really, really good time. I have no really, I have no other final thoughts. <laughs> yeah, I think no I'm done. No. <laughs> evil Tarras. I'm sorry, we don't do evil Tarras in this house. Listen, listen, I Tarras love is perfection personified. Get out I of here. Loved, I love Tarras, but he did take out my girl Tully, so, you know, he is a little he, evil. He's a little evil. We stand.
we stand, Tully. Of course we do. But um, I will also not allow you to forget when she even tweeted that Therese had given her a nod regarding what was going on with that next eviction. And she said that she had found a new respect for him based on that moment because she knows that he was not allowed to do that and he did it anyway. Um, And he did it in respect for her and the relationship that they had. And she tweeted herself that she found a new respect for him based on that one nod. So we are not not going to accept. We are not (laughs) going to accept any level of disrespect slash decourse slash anything I'm, on not, I'm not, dis- not I am not disrespecting Therese. I I'm not saying that, that you him. are. I'm just putting it out there. If that's your stance, unfollow us right now. Unsubscribe. <laughs> get out of here. We don't accept that in this house. <laughs> no. Listen, no. I love I love Therese. I that's love right. Therese. I do. I love him. Love you, Therese. Hope you're watching. You're probably not watching. I love you, Teres. <laughs> but Teres was the one that, you know, he was the one that sent out Tully. So I have to just say that, you know, that makes me sad. But I love Teres. I love Tully, though, also. I love Tully. But I, no, but I love, love Teres. Of course we love Tully. Of course we love Tully. Gotta love Tully. Love Tully. <laughs> Sorry, Tully. Gina. Tully. Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It would all be totally fine if we were actually going to cover Big Brother Australia in the offseason. But we made a decision that we're not going to. Okay. Um, that's a shift. That's a shift. We're sorry. We're sorry, all. Um, we're really going to lean in. Into... We're going to do it when it comes back, though, right? Oh, we better. I would like to. Oh, I can't hear you anymore, Kyle. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I'm chill. It didn't oh. work. Just forget it. Just, <laughs> it too loud. It was too loud. I'm too nervous. I don't want to Listen, it. the intent was um, there. I know where you're going with yeah, that. Right. No. No, Matt. Gina starts <laughs> her own anti-BBAU anti-BB Australia. I just have not watched BB Australia. Right. The only reason you weren't with us for BB Australia is because you had better things to do. <laughs> so... You Kyle were on just trying to keep this occupied. I was touring Columbus, Ohio. Yes, she was. <laughs> she was touring. She didn't have time for us, and it was literally like I said, "All right, John, you pay for this VPN so we can watch Canada. I'm gonna watch Australia. You don't have to watch too, but if you want to, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. We first, can talk about like, it. I mean, Gina has nothing. Gina's not gonna be with us, so if you want to do it, we, yeah. we had nothing else to do. It was like it was literally too. It was like the week that the show had started too. I think you had already watched like the premiere or something like that, and I hadn't watched any of it yet. Um, but we were like, do we really want to do this because it's like three or four nights a week? Like, are we really gonna do this? And then we just there was once once we both were like the full week in that first week, there was no other option other than to cover it. <laughs> so glad we did. I loved. It. I oh, knew cool I wanted to. I just didn't know what you were up to. You know, because we had just <laughs> we had just gone from BB twenty three, and then we did our you know off season BB OTT thing of the challenge thirty seven, and then we went right into celebrity. We went right into Canada, and I was like, I really want to cover Australia. I was like, I just I don't think he's gonna say yes. So let me just poise this as 
I'm gonna watch. Let me know what you want to do. But I was like, Good. I feel like he might say yes. I said, oh, I want. I just yeah. want to be cool about it. Like it really felt like one of those, like you know, Match.com things. Let me just put some feelers out there. Like, what <laughs> like what's going on? And he started biting on the line. I said, up, 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 up. I got him. Yeah. I got him. No, well, and, and you yeah. know that it was good, and it was just that I loved the season because I fe- I literally fell in love with Tully uh, once once she appeared on the show, but she wasn't yeah, even man. in the first several episodes. So like, <laughs> no, the Australian gameplay is definitely very very fun, um, yeah. and it's really fun to discuss. So I, there's a part of me that's a little bummed with the decision that we've made to now move forward with Strat Chat without Big Brother, but um. Only for, only for the off season. Only for the off season. I am happy that the season desist brought us here. Um, <laughs> I guess it's also a good time to discuss now. I mean, Julie did not announce it. I guess we're not getting a celebrity this year, so we're getting nothing in February. Somebody tweeted something that like led me to believe that there was going to be a celebrity for, but I don't know where they got that from. I don't know where they got it from either. Usually, they really? would have announced it by now. Right. I'd rather I'd rather have an over at the top. I'm not pretending to be interested. I just can't contribute to the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. It's so funny. Um, so how are we continuing? Here's how things are going. If you are all interested in hanging out with us going forward. Um, tomorrow, um, we're moving forward with the concept of Mon Juan Monday. Gina is so mad, but also so <laughs> um, We're going to be covering Survivor 43, much to yeah. the pleasure of Matt Blevins. Um, we are covering <laughs> Survivor 43 and The Amazing Race, but we're going to try something new. Um, we'll see how things go as we go along. We're going to be alternating Mondays. Um, so one Monday we'll do Survivor, the next Monday we'll do Amazing Race, and then we'll circle back to Survivor. So we thought it appropriate because Survivor had the two-hour premiere um, that we would start with Survivor. Right. Yeah, Kite Man Dan. You know, <laughs> I had a thought about you the other day. I was like, like really high the other day. I was like, whatever happened to Kite Man Dan? So like, <laughs> welcome back. Um, because I feel like derailed really, us real quick. <laughs> you know, part of the Australian funds. Um, yeah. I gotta tell you, Matt, you were a large part of the reason why I was pushing for Survivor to happen. Because <laughs> yeah. we did not like Survivor 41. 42 was better. It was yes. better. Um, so we're gonna give this another we're gonna give this a go. I'm ex- um, I'm excited about the start of 43. I'm excited about 43. Yeah, that. I thought the premiere was great. I haven't watched yeah. it yet. That's gonna be a tomorrow journey before we go. And the and the amazing race premiere was was awesome. Very it's better fun. that way. Listen, I like the amazing race. I just don't think there's a lot to discuss, like right. strategy-wise. There's no strategy, and that's really why I like these shows. You know, I, yeah. I like the political game. I like the social game of things, and like I just feel yeah. like there's a little less um, with the amazing race. Yeah. Uh don't be. We're gonna we're gonna have you on. We're gonna have you on. <laughs> I, I just made that decision. I didn't discuss that with anybody else. Um, <laughs> but I feel like everyone would be in agreement. Um, but like, yeah. So Survivor, 
we're doing that every other Monday and then the amazing race in the in the off times. Um, so we're starting over two hours of Survivor tomorrow night and then two <laughs> hours of the amazing race after that. I think that's the third. Yeah, that sounds mm. right. Could be the fourth. Something like no, that. third sounds so, right. Something single. Whatever the Monday is. Yeah, something <laughs> single digity that gets us to that first Monday. Single digity. Um, <laughs> that's what we're doing going forward. Um, oh, free season chatter among the challenge. When is that? Oh happening? yes, 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 yes. Yeah, we got to figure that. I out. I would like for well, I don't think I don't think there's anything to figure out. Can we just look at the calendar, please? Just <laughs> in front of all Figuring of it out things. live. So if 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 Challenge Thirty comes out on the twelfth, I would suggest preseason chatter and such to be on October sixth, the Thursday before that. Okay. Um, the Thursday before the first broadcast of the recap. Sounds good to me. That works. And if it also works, I would love to also split that hour with preseason chatter um, around the Challenge Australia. Mm. Sure. We can talk about that in the off time, but... Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, that works for me. Why not? Because that's what I'm Thursday's so, going to be looking at. I'm so pumped for all the Challenge stuff. Get ready, people. Get ready to watch the challenge with us. Oh, <laughs> challenge 38, challenge Australia, challenge UK, challenge Argentina, challenge global competition. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> There's so much challenge coming <laughs> and it's finally getting the sign. I'm so excited. Did you guys watch the retrospective from the other night? I haven't watched I the whole it. thing I yet. I, I started it. I haven't finished it yet. Oh, good. I didn't watch it at all yet. Um, <laughs> so I'm just glad that no one else did. That's all. Just glad. Um, <laughs> oh, thanks, Matt. No, we had a blast hanging with you too. Yeah. So it had such a blast hanging with you all this season. Yeah, this has been really, really good. And we're really excited to be hanging with you during Survivor 43 because we know uh -huh. that's your show. Yeah. 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 Got a lot of fun coming up. So that's what that's what Strat Chat looks like. Almost said Jury Judy. That's what Strat Chat <laughs> looks like going forward. Um, Monday's alternating between Survivor 43 and the amazing race 34, which is also interesting, right? Like 43, 34. Anybody else catch that? I like it. I right? like it. Four, three, three, four. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um that's it. That's it. Um, anything yeah. else? Taylor Hale, winner of Big Brother 24 and America's Favorite. That's right. Thanks to, thanks to us and you all for making that possible. Um, I trust that if you're tuning in to us, you made the right votes. And if not, fuck off. Whatever. <laughs> you lost. Whatever. We won. Uh, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> Anything else for the benefit of the community? I'm good. Nope. All right. <laughs> Thanks all for hanging out. Like, subscribe, find us on the socials at Stretch at Pod or on our website at stretchatpod.com. Um, I'm Kyle Petty. This is Jeannie Morgino and John Dunphy. And I guess we're out of here, right? Yeah.
Okay, one last comment. Just the letter H. Just the letter H. Okay. (laughs) What what a perfect way to leave. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.